Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Stinkcast. So today we're joined by Ollie Simpson. He's a textile student who has also been using photography as not only a passion, but a way of supporting himself through university. This was upended during lockdown where there wasn't so much of a demand for that. Ollie managed to um, realign his business and move into printed, limited run printed designs that he was making from uh, the photographs that he'd actually taken previously. So these grabbed the attention of uh, Quavos, the rapper from Migos um, stylist who reached out to Ollie. And he talks to us a little bit about how he capitalized on that, um, how that's going to impact his brand moving forward, some of the future plans that he has, and also some of the difficulties that he's faced setting up his own brand and how he's managed to overcome those and create a smoother process for designing and selling some really interesting clothes. Welcome back to this episode of Stinkcast. We're joined by Ollie. Ollie's, uh, well, I think the best way to do it, if you just give us an introduction to yourself and the brand that you're working on yeah, at the moment. Sure. So, my name's Ollie. I'm a final year textile print student at London College of Fashion, and I'm the owner of PBY OJS, which is a custom uh, screen, like hand screen printed brand, which I started at the start of lockdown. Uh, basically, I just started to generate an income while I had no job. There was no jobs available for me to do. Nice. And so you weren't originally um, before lockdown. You weren't predominantly making your money through the screen printing and the clothes, were you? No, I wasn't. So before lockdown, uh, I, most of my money I made through photography. So I do events, photo shoots, and. Uh, stuff like that or like for brands I do photo shoots and everything so that's kind of the, the way I would make money before lockdown nice and obviously those are the kind of photo that you got behind you and that backdrop as well which is sitting there that's related to um yeah, so, the stuff that you're doing as well yeah so this is actually like one of the print designs for the jeans I make and like some of the other clothes like on this like cardigan I'm wearing as well but um, yeah, that's one of the designs I made, which basically is just taking different people's faces from portrait photos I've taken over my time in London from different events. Nice. And you've managed to, um, obviously, so photography was how you were first making your, your money before this to support yourself at uni. And you've managed to move that into mm. something that's completely different, but still related. Um, and how does yeah. that kind of compare with how you were financially supporting yourself before? Um, it's, I mean, compared to what the, like how it used to be, it's a lot better. Uh, it's a lot more money to be made than photography. It's probably less hassle as well because compared it's just, I mean, like I work when I want to work kind of thing. Whereas photography is like, you have to be at this event and then you have to be there for this amount of time. And if your photos aren't up to this standard, then they won't pay you anyway. So there's always a bit more pressure than doing that nice so you kind of moved into a position now where i guess you are completely your own boss um with the yeah pretty much it. yeah so yeah I've literally now it's kind of like i work when i want to work and yeah i make clothes when i want to i mean i enjoy making them anyway so it doesn't ever really feel like a job it's just nice that i can do something that i enjoy doing and i'll get paid for it as well Nice. And I know, obviously, we've spoken briefly before as well. Um, and you mentioned there was something pretty big that had happened during lockdown that had helped out your brand. So if you, yes. could, if you could just give us an insight into that. So um, basically, uh, I started the brand uh, in March and I was just selling on Depop. And then I branched over. So I was like, I'll make an Instagram account for my brand. And it got like, some of my designs got featured on some 
quite big Instagram pages, uh, which were just like all about archive and like basically people who ju- just make their own clothes. And then what happened was um, Quavo, Quavo, the guy from Migos, his stylist actually reached out to me and she was like, oh, I'd, I'd love a pair of your jeans to style Quavo for a photo shoot. And I was like, I, at first I was like, no, this can't be real. Like, this is like ridiculous. So uh, anyway, I sent them over. I paid like forty pounds postage to get like express delivery because she messaged me on the Tuesday and wanted them by the Friday, which is shipping from England to LA in four day, three days is never ever going to happen. So they arrived a day late, and she said, "Oh, um, do you want do you want me to send them back to you? They didn't arrive in time for the photo shoot." And I was like, "You know what? You can just keep them and like gift them to him if he wants to have them. Then that's fine." She's like, oh, what? okay, that's fine. And then um, he he ended up wearing them, actually. He was pictured on the beach uh, in Malibu Beach. He was with, pitched with Diddy, Nas, Travis Scott, and Swiss Beats wearing my jeans. And that just, like, blew everything out of the water, really, for that. I mean, the pictures were featured on GQ, XXL Magazine, all Daily Mail, all these, in, all these other, like, big... To like tabloids kind of stuff so ever since then it's just been a bit mental yeah it was crazy i know when um i first had a look onto your instagram as well that first picture i was like surely this isn't real when you see all those people and just one picture standing there next to the jeans I was yeah i mean i couldn't have asked for him to be pictured with a better group of people like it was fair enough i mean it would have been crazy for me if he got pictured with him just for himself when um but the fact he chose to wear them on that day when he was out with those people, I just a bit crazy to me. Yeah, and it's it's like when you actually see that photo, we'll throw that up as well on YouTube so people can see that for reference. Um, yeah, yeah, but of course. It is like the item of clothing that stands out as well when you see him in the trousers. So I imagine that must have been like, yeah, I did. So did you see? Oh, yeah, definitely. Did you see instantaneous um, interest after that? Was it like within the next day or what um, did you see? Yeah, literally it was... Um, well, because uh, it was posted on Diddy, but people didn't know where they were from, the jeans. So even in like, the Daily Mail article, it says he's wearing a pair of custom printed jeans, but no one knows where they were. And everyone was trying to find out where they were from. Yeah. So then I was kind of just like commenting on the picture saying, oh, they're over here. Like, you can get them here. That's mad. So that <laughs> you have to you have to find a way to capitalise on it because you've got this amazing advertisement, but people don't know mm. where those are coming from. Who and it is. Did, did people believe that as and well? Then, did it, was anyone questioning? Um, well, that's the, the thing. Everyone who knew me and like already followed me, they were like, they knew. But then, um, like, it was just, I don't know. I don't think people didn't believe it was me because once they actually like looked on my page and seen like all of my stuff, then they were like, oh yeah, it must be him. But um, yeah, it was trying to just try to capitalize on it, like you said, um, while there's no actual like affiliation like tags to me, if that yeah. makes sense. I mean, it's crazy. So a lot of people try really hard to, they, they'll have a design that they're happy with and they'll try so hard to, to plug that for ages. And this one almost yeah. came about accidentally, like you made these in the break after that, um, COVID. Yeah, that's the thing. So um, I mean, I never was planning on like reaching out. Like that's the thing. Since then, as well, it's been like so many different stylists have reached out to me trying to get stuff sent to them. Um, but before, I've never, I've never contacted anyone to try and promote my stuff. Like, it's always, it's always done it itself. 
I think that's kind of like the way I've been going about it is just like trying to grow it organically instead of just forcing it. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything, any tips that you'd give to somebody that wanted to go about it that way? Um, I'd just say make sure, one tip I'd say is just make sure you've got, like that's the thing, that the design is very unique to me. It's like the whole design is my photography work that I've changed into my jeans and people like the fact that it's personal to me the design and they like the fact that um it's not being forced you know like you see brands where they're trying to force everyone like you always see like advertisements place like jaded man or unknown london like they're literally plastered everywhere all over instagram and facebook and it's like mine's just kind of like i don't want it to be like that i want it to be if you find it you find it you know plus because it's handmade as well i wouldn't be able to keep up with like a crazy amount of demand yeah i think that's interesting as well it's almost um some of the value as well is in the fact that it's these custom pieces so quavo reaches out and he gets yeah. jeans that are one of x number um which yeah. adds to that mystery around it as well which is pretty cool mm. i think that's like one of the main selling points or like the unique selling point of the brand is that each individual item of clothing is hand printed by myself and that's what and not every print will look identical though they'll always be slightly different and i think that's what people like that kind of aesthetic of the clothing yeah definitely um i think it's also really interesting to see the power of celebrity because everyone's obviously on instagram and well not as much facebook anymore but people on these sites and it can be one person that has a big following wears an item of clothing and then suddenly your business goes exponentially just skyrocket through the roof yeah in terms of oh, numbers, no. what did you sort of see following following this compared to what you'd done beforehand? Well, um, before this, I'd normally I'd make about 20 pairs um, just because that's all I could really manage to do in my flat in London. So I could, I'd print 20 pairs of jeans and they'd literally coat the entire floor of my three-bedroom flat. And uh, it would annoy my flatmates, but... Uh, <laughs> but like, I couldn't do any more demand. So then after this happened, I uh, basically... Uh, I got in contact with my supplier who who makes the jeans. They're based in England. And I was like, look, can you just tell me what sizes you have in everything? And then I'll list them all on my website and then do like a pre-order. So people could, because people were complaining that I didn't do enough different sizes before because I'd only do like the most, I'd only do about four sizes, which were the most popular. So after I did a pre-order and then in like the first, um, 24 hours it had like 190 orders which is mad and that's following on from that picture that that popped up then yeah literally since that since literally the day after that happened because you i also realized i didn't want to miss this opportunity because this time next week that picture will be long gone in into the the miss of the internet so yeah you kind of had to like try and that was that was kind of like my way of capitalizing on it at that moment I think that's a really then, interesting um, point. Yeah, definitely. That um, even though it gives you that huge amount of sway in that moment, it, mm. so many more pictures. Instagram is what a sea of a million pictures. So it's good that you've been able to capitalize. Yeah. But what I, when I did that, I wasn't expecting uh, that many orders. So I literally, because they're all in, at the end of the day, they're all done by hand. And if you think you're printing that many pairs of jeans by hand one by one and then you have to do the other side after they've all dried and like the the space actually had to come home uh to where my family lives so i could actually just take over the garden and just like 
yeah. lay them all out to print. Nice. I mean, like, if your mates are annoyed, you'd probably be a bit less annoyed when you see a photo like that that pops up on Instagram. You can be a bit like, well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's, it's all been no, worth I mean, it. My, mate, my mates are all happy for me. And they, they're all, like, they, I mean, most of them can't believe it anyway. But, um, yeah, it's just been a really great opportunity. And then uh, what's also eventually, he, um, Quavo himself, he actually reached out to me um, the week after the picture was put up because I imagine he must have found my account somehow so he, he direct messaged me and then he was like uh, he wanted he wanted he basically asked for all of my designs because he just wanted he just liked my prints and he also uh i can't like say too much but he wants to do a collaboration with me in the upcoming months which is pretty huge yeah i mean you must yeah, be pinching I mean, yourself a bit when you see that in your dms and you're just looking at that you're thinking yeah it, i mean when i saw it i just was like no way like this is fake like, i thought it was like a fake account at first i mean like you go on it's like verified and everything you're like it's all a bit mental but i only started the um the brand in march just to earn some extra money because i'd lost my jobs as a photographer and then it's kind of like grown into this much bigger entity now like it's a much bigger picture than photography ever really was 100 percent, and it seems to have uh, a future in it as well i mean even if you're talking about collabs like that it seems like there's definitely a, a future in it um and so in terms of the future of the brand where do you where do you kind of see that going in the next few years is it something you're going to carry on working on um yeah definitely i mean what it, what it's kind of turning into is what i've always wanted to do anyway after i graduated so I always wanted to, at the end of the day, have my own brand with my own designs and have people actually wanting to wear them. And the fact that like, I still think it's crazy, um, like people actually want to buy my stuff and like wear my designs. Like, I think that's such a cool, such a unique feeling that I've never really had before. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, if you see, if you're seeing pictures like that, it's such a proof of concept and it's cool to see, you know, people that are in that sphere wanting to wear what you're producing um yeah, yeah. exactly and i think it's nice as well that they take notice of smaller designers because he could easily just slap on any like louis vuitton gucci and stuff but he's chose to wear something different you know 100 percent. i guess I, it must which be... i'm i appreciate from him yeah it must be difficult as well when you're in that situation and you're being photographed non-stop to actually go out and find stuff that loads of other people aren't wearing to be able to like, and that's where you can get value out of smaller designers who are making really cool limited edition or limited run prints like yourself. Yeah. Nice. What yeah, would you I say? A... Oh, sorry, carry on. Yeah. I th- like you were saying, like, I think um, the fact that it's a limited run and like, it's, he know he knows that there's not many pairs anyway. So, and there won't be many pairs either. Cause it's just, I don't want it to be that kind of, mass market kind of thing 100 percent. yeah i miss i guess it's probably um that's another hard part about it as well keeping your authenticity um as you get offers that will come in now um obviously staying true to that yeah. have, you, have you had other people that have reached out to you since that want to do any collabs oh, you, literally there's been so many people it's i still haven't replied to some messages from uh when it's actually happened especially on my um like the brand account there's a lot of people who um like uh, in influencers like instagram influencers who will like reach out and they'll be like trying to get free stuff but it's never it's never about giving away free stuff that's like the whole reason i made the brand was to 
get by it's not to give away if that makes sense and that's yeah. i think something you've got you've got to remember as well maybe if it's if it's worth the publicity then do it but if it's not then it's, it's something you have to like take into consideration it's weird isn't it it's like the society we live in now where influencers is such a big thing that expectation of mm. you know almost asking for you for stuff for free um especially when you obviously mm. you probably don't really need that at the moment like you've got this demand that's in for 190 as soon as you put up within 24 or 48 yeah. hours um yeah that is quite interesting and have you had any offers from stuff like that you just wouldn't work with because it doesn't really go with the brand um i've had some sorry just hang this up um yeah i've had some offers um like it's just like certain brands like will try and do a collaboration um and they're just not like some brands are just like slap a logo on but then they want they basically just want to take your design style and just put their logo on top of it if that mm. makes sense um and there's a lot of like influencers who like i don't want to be like hate on them and stuff because like they do some of them do work like a lot of them do work really hard um but it's just like their style of influencing is different to what i would want my brand's image to be 100%. i mean fair enough if they want to buy the clothes and wear them anyway that's fine but like <laughs> when people are asking me to send them one of everything and they're because they've got how many like hundred thousand followers on instagram that doesn't really doesn't work like that in my eyes i don't think i don't want to be that guy who gives all these people who've already got loads of free stuff and already had great opportunities give them loads more stuff yeah definitely and especially because you've broken the mold in a certain way like you haven't paid for advertising i don't think you paid for any advertisement yet have you i haven't paid for any advertising no that's yeah. like that's why i wanted to just like keep because i like it being kind of underground as well like i didn't want it to be plastered everywhere like everyone knows Mm. Like it's, kind of, it's one of those things you see the design like the designs don't have any logos on or anything it's just my print design and if you know about the brand you know where it's from i think it's probably such an easy thing to devalue your brand as well you can see it on, especially with streetwear you see so many brands that will do that that start to get a bit of popularity um and just push out a load of clothes and then once you've lost your uh, your reputation it's quite a hard thing to get back i think yeah and that's the thing as well like it's always um, but I've, it will always be the exact same as it is now. It will always be hand printed by me for as long as it is. And maybe I'll get someone else to help me shoot down the line, but it will always be hand printed. It will never be factory made kind of stuff. And it, that's just to ensure that it's, it's what the actual brand is about. It's about having something unique. Yeah. And I think you've obviously achieved that. Like I was just looking, I was kind of looking at the pictures behind you as well while we we're talking and, it's interesting to see these aren't just pictures you found. You've obviously taken every one of these photos. Um, I think yeah. That, yeah. I was going to say, I hope that's correct. Because if I've just dropped that one, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, awkward, they are. But... They're all my, like, um, it, like on my, even on my brand Instagram page, like, there's some clothes that um, I, I will be making once, um, like later in the year, which are all, they're just like, they are just all of my photographs. Like, and that's the kind of thing I've always wanted to do as well. Because there's kind of like a, a gap in fashion well especially in textiles which is like a lot of textile patterns they're not photography like all like they're not uh, designed through photography whereas all of mine are taken from my pictures and like taking different elements like the ones here all different people's lips i've taken um some other one i've got a new one coming out which is like uh, people's eyes 
uh, and but it's yeah it's just trying to like keep it original from my own work yeah 100% and I like the idea that um, you know no two prints are going to be the same like they're all kind of unique which is a cool Mm. angle to come from about like the two prints there's none there's none the same and that will be like that will always be like that. I, that's what I want it to be. When I when I do a print and it's not the exact same as the last pair, I'm like, oh, I did that good. Like that's that's a good one. <laughs> nice. Um, I think we're sort of coming towards the end of the time that we've got, but obviously a massive thank you for joining us on here because I think the story is no, so no cool. Worries. Um, yeah, and it's definitely one to keep an eye on. We'll pl- we'll plug the page. People should definitely go check it out. Um, cool. Some really cool stuff coming out there. Um, just Thank before you we go, for having we, me on. no problem whatsoever. Before we go, what would you say, like in terms of things that you've learned from running your own business over the last few months? Uh, what are the big take homes or the advice that you'd give based off that? Um, the main advice I give to anyone starting their own brand is just make sure you're consistent with quality. It doesn't matter if it's if you, if you do something that you think, oh, that's a bit shit. Don't send it to anyone. And also, if you have any complaints. Just make sure you sort them out professionally. Don't, if, I mean, like, I know when, like, when I was starting, like, I'd send something and then they'd be, oh, it doesn't fit and they want to send it back for a refund. And you're like, oh, I haven't even got this much money anyway. But just don't slip up on your customer service in a way because that can just damage the whole reputation of the brand. You know, like, if, as long as your customers are happy, then your brand will do well. That's one of my main advices. And also don't forget about all the other costs you need to take into consideration. So for me, one that I realized once I started was how much shipping is to different countries. And also the delay, like the shipping delay time, especially during COVID. Um, like I post parcels to America and they take a month to arrive. And then they're obviously angry asking, where, where's my parcel? Where's, where is it? And you're just like, you just have to wait, you know, but just always make sure you take into consideration things like that and also like your costs of production and everything like that. But yeah. Nice. I think that's amazing. All very actionable stuff that I think if anyone was starting, even if it's not in the, the same kind of area, could definitely use that. Mm. Nice. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate your time. No worries. No worries. Thank you.